0: Welcome to the That's Teaching Life podcast, where I help keep teachers motivated and inspired. Hey, and welcome along to this week's podcast, where, of course, I talk about things that affect teachers on their journey to become a teacher entrepreneur. And I'm here every week. And I also give you the podcast notes, which you can download from richardbutler.coach forward slash Podcast, and you'll see a link to that in the description of the podcast. so what's the topic for today? Well, the topic for today is LinkedIn, and the reason why I'm talking about LinkedIn is because i saw I saw a discussion in one of the teachers' groups about different changes that have happened to LinkedIn, and there was quite a long discussion and then I went on to LinkedIn itself. And I saw more discussions about this. So I think it's an important topic that we need to talk about and try and come up with some sort of solution to what we need to do on LinkedIn. Now, of course, the question is, why is this topic important? Well, as a teacher entrepreneur, your market or your target market and audience are more than likely on LinkedIn because they're going to be business professionals. They're going to be people who want to improve their English in order to um, become better at English and to be able to progress in international companies, etc. So what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to make sure that you are putting the right content out there for your target audience. Okay, so let's get into the bones of today's podcast. Now, LinkedIn is a business social network, as you already know. And a couple of things that uh, we're told about LinkedIn is... There's some figure of around 70 or 80% of people who have a LinkedIn account are not that active. Now, that figure could be, I mean, it could be 60%, but the large majority of people are very passive on LinkedIn. But that doesn't mean that you can't reach them because obviously people may uh, see your post and then they may react to it. Now, here's one of the things I've learned about LinkedIn before I get into the specifics. Um, People are watching your posts even though you may feel that people aren't reacting, people aren't leaving comments, people aren't reposting, people are watching your posts. And I know this because I've had people reach out to me that um, I haven't I've never seen them like my post. And they say to me, "Oh, I've been following your posts and they're really good. And I'd like to um, have a chat with you to see how I can improve my English. So this is the first thing people are watching people are seeing your posts and when the time is right for them they will actually react now one of the things that we see is we see a lot of linkedin gurus out there i mean there's there's plenty of them and i've noticed maybe i'm just following um, a lot more gurus and i use that with air quotes but i've seen a lot of them will Write posts about the algorithm and all about the algorithm changes and how to overcome the algorithm changes and how to do this with the algorithm etc and they seem to be just really selling the whole idea of work with me and i 'll show you how to uh, work with the algorithm now there was a, an interesting post in one of the teacher entrepreneur groups. Uh, where somebody was breaking down the algorithm and what you had to do. And there was a lot of discussion around it and people were saying, well, this is good. Thank you for this, et cetera. And the post was extremely good because it was a summary of what LinkedIn themselves had said. Now, one person had said, I mean, we can't overanalyze what every, everything that LinkedIn wants. And I agree that you don't want to get to a point where you're in paralysis, analysis, or analysis paralysis. I'm not sure which which way the uh, which way the words go on that one. But basically, what this means is that you are spending so much time analyzing that you may not move forward. I mean, over the last uh, couple of months, they've said carousel posts are down. They say video posts are down. They say video posts are up. Carousel posts are up. Uh, you should start taking more selfies and post them on LinkedIn. No, you shouldn't take selfies and post them on LinkedIn because it's not Facebook. And there was this whole debate about Facebook versus Instagram versus LinkedIn, etc. Then today, I um, see one of the people who is seen as a good information source, uh, Richard Vander Bloom, was saying, oh, actually, well, um, selfie posts can be okay. Um, short posts can be better than long posts. And the problem is nobody really knows. I mean, this article from LinkedIn is a good basis to follow, but nobody really knows what works. But let me tell you what is the best strategy to use. The best strategy to use is to write and publish content that will resonate with your audience. I mean, it's a social network. So if you think, if you're in a social situation And you walk into a bar or restaurant and you walk up to somebody and you immediately start to pitch them your product or service. You're going to say, get away. I don't want anything to do with you. And the establishment may actually put you in a corner and you'll be talking, talking, talking and nobody will hear what you're saying. This is exactly what I believe can happen on LinkedIn. There's something called shadow banning, which from my understanding of the terminology is when when LinkedIn actually allow you to keep publishing posts, but they don't actually show it to anybody. Now think about that real-life situation. If you're in a restaurant, if you're in a bar, and a friend, and I use air quotes again, keeps just pitching you, you're not going to take any notice of them. And then you have the other friend on the other side of the, the table, and this person is always talking about the things that interest you, okay, be it football, be it work, be it whatever it may be. And they're always really interesting. And they set themselves out as or they stand out as a figure of authority. Now, who are you going to listen to more? Who are you going to talk about more? Who are you going to say, oh, I was out the other night and I have these two friends. And A is so much more interesting than B. I mean, the logical thing is, you are going to talk to you are going to want to hear more of the stories from the person who is more interesting and who talks about what you're interested in and sure if the person says oh and by the way if you ever want to um have a quick chat and i'll help you through some of the things in your business who are you going to go to you're going to go to that person so think about this in terms of linkedin think about what you need to be Conveying to your audience and think about your audience. So my audience are human resource executives So I try to post a lot of information about HR. Why? Because it builds up my authority then as somebody who knows about the industry And if I'm in the HR sector, then I'm going to go and I'm going to say, okay, I want to talk to this person What I see what I see happening and I'm no expert on on LinkedIn by, by any means, but what I see happening is too many people are pitching all the time. Too many people are saying the same things again and again and again about sales, about goal setting, about becoming a better person. And it's not natural. I mean, it's, it doesn't show the person or it doesn't show people what this person is is like. Remember the rule, it should be an 80-20 rule, or even a 90-10 rule, that 90% of the time or 80% of the time, you should be educating and engaging. And 10% of the time, maybe selling. Because this is the way we do it in real life. I mean, I've had people reach out to me on LinkedIn, and, hey, Richard, I really like your content, okay? Uh, I'd like to add you to my network. So I add them to my network, and the first thing they do is they pitch. Would you like more and would you like to be making 10000 in the next uh, three weeks? We can do that with our uh, appointment setters. And you kind of go, no, hold on a second. Would you do that in real life? Would you go up to somebody in a party and say, hi, can we talk? And they say yes. And then you immediately pitch them. No, you wouldn't. So one of the things is, I think it's the three Cs. It's to be consistent. It's to communicate. And it's to build that community. And this can take time, and I'm guilty of maybe not always being consistent and building up the community. But remember, whatever that figure is, 60, 70, 80% of uh, users on LinkedIn are more passive than active. So you want to stand out by being you, basically, on LinkedIn. You want to make sure that you are coming across as the person who is knowledgeable in the field that your audience are working on. Now, we can spend hours and hours optimizing our profiles. We can spend hours and hours doing lots of different things. And that's really important. But at the end of the day, ask yourself, is my content social worthy? I mean, is my content something that's going to interest my audience? Is my content something that is going to resonate with my audience? I see no problems with posting a selfie if, and this is one of the things that I agreed with uh, what Richard Vander Bloom said, is if the story somehow relates to your audience. I mean, if you're just posting a selfie of, here's me on the beach, no. But if you have, you know, here's me on the beach, I like to disconnect, and the reason why I do this is because I've streamlined my business, blah, 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 blah. Well, then that is more relevant to your audience if you just post irrelevant content if you post things that are too long people won't read them if you post things that are too short people won't read them so you need to just get to that point where it's the ideal content that resonates with your audience now there's a lot to take in there but I think we can spend hours and hours and hours analyzing. And the problem is that we will never get it right because I've seen countless stories of where people say, I mean, this piece of content just blew up and I didn't do anything special. So sometimes it's a matter of luck. Sometimes it's a matter of timing. Sometimes it's a matter of the right people just see it at the right moment. So I think what you need to do is to be consistent, Make sure that you have your profile optimized. Make sure that you show yourself as an authority and just consistently communicate with your community about what they are interested in. So, what's the key takeaway for this podcast? Well, for me, the key takeaway is keep an eye on the algorithm changes, keep an eye on what people are saying, but that's it. Keep an eye, but don't over. Um, stress about, oh my God, I have to do it this way, I have to do it that way. Think about your audience. Think about how you would socially engage in your audience if you are at a uh, in a pub, in a restaurant, at a networking event. And be consistent. Consistently show that you are the authority in your community. So that's it for another week. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did... Make sure that you subscribe and make sure that you share it with any of your friends or colleagues who will find it useful. And also make sure that you sign up for the podcast notes. Uh, you can go to richardbutler.coach forward slash podcast and sign up there. And I want you to just remember to always be consistent. This is the key to any Thing that we want to do in life. And I always have to remember that as well because I can be guilty of it. But listen, that's enough for today. Make sure that you tune in next week and I'll talk to you then. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast to be kept up to date when I release new episodes.